Brother Tim, so good to see you. God bless you. Give him a great big hand. We've been buddies a long, long time. And, uh, amen. He's been a, I've been a fan of his a long time. But he's singing about my Jesus, and that gets me excited. Amen. That gets me excited. So good to see each and every one of you. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for praying for us as we, we was away at meetings. And God richly blessed us. And those that were in North Carolina, I know you were blessed there. And uh, got a little drunk on Friday night, and so uh, here we are. Amen. Had a hangover for a little bit, so. Amen. You love the Lord. Isn't he good to us? Yeah. Amen. Turn with me to Luke chapter 19 and verse 37. Luke chapter 19 and verse 37. might be here for a little while, so don't get too impatient with me. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen saying, blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord Peace in heaven, glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees, among whom the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. That spirit's not dead. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we love you this morning. Thank you for the service last night. What a powerful service that took place here. I ask you that you would anoint our lips and anoint our hearts in a special way today. And Lord, we need strength from you. Lord, and you're the strength giver. I just pray that you would do a supernatural work for us today. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. You can be seated. The scripture says in Mark chapter 16 and verse 15, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. These signs shall follow them that believe. We're believers, aren't we? In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We are commissioned to be a church in action. 
We're not clubs and we're not just a group of a clique or a cult. We're a church in action. Let me just say this to you. This won't offend believers, children of God, but it does offend the devil. The scripture in, in Psalms chapter 100 of verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name. If there's anybody that we ought to be thankful to and that's our God. Amen. Brother Bram said, the people said, uh, you make too much noise. He said, this is the quietest place that you will ever live in. If you go to heaven, even the angels are singing day and night, holy, holy unto the Lord. And if you go to hell, it's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. This is the quietest place that you'll ever live in. Nicolaitan, he said, and what did the Nicolaitans ask for? It asks to get people away from a bunch of people that shouts, claps their hands, looks like it's disgracefully, like they did at Pentecost, act like drunk men staggering in the spirit. They didn't want none of that stuff. They said they were drunk. And when the, when the celebrity, he said, listen, don't miss this. It, it may sound crazy to you, but it's the truth. When the dignitaries begin to come in, they didn't want to stoop to that. Man. A man spoke to Brother Branham and said, I was enjoying your son, Billy, I was enjoying your sermon until that woman raised up and started crying. Said, how in the world could you preach and her acting like that? I said, that's the only time I can preach. When I see that power of God is caught away in the church and caught away with the message. He said, it just made shivers go all over my back. I want you to just listen to our prophet's response. If you'd ever be fortunate enough to get to heaven, you'd freeze to death because they're crying and shouting and praising God day and night. Angels flying back and forth crying holy, holy unto the Lord. Now let me just tell you something right now, my brother. You're living in the quietest world that you'll ever live in. If you go to hell, there'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. In Revelation chapter 19 and verse one, and after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power into the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he hath judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, hath and avenged our blood of the servants at her hand. That's enough to shout at right there. 
And again they said hallelujah and her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen, hallelujah. And the voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, ye that fear him both small and great. And I heard as if it was a voice of a great multitude, as a voice of many waters, a voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. <laughs> Let us be glad and rejoice. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to, the, to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready. Now listen, we can read about Jonah and rejoice. We can read about Abraham and rejoice, but we're reading about ourselves right here. We are his wife, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. He which, and, and he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Why should we be so excited? As I spoke on Friday night in North Carolina, we are unashamed of worship. <laughs> Listen, let me just say, never let your worship bring shame. Be ashamed to worship God. You wasn't ashamed to worship the Cowboys or the Redskins or the Yankees or Dale Earnhardt, I'll find you, or Elvis Presley. You wasn't ashamed to worship some humanity. Don't let the devil put you in a corner to where you're ashamed to worship God. Luke 10 and verse 17. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as a lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And that prescription is still alive for us. Put the devil that you're fighting under your feet. He wants to boast and row with you. Put him where he needs to be, under your feet. Walk on him, stomp on him. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not, that the subjects are subject unto you, but rather rejoice. Boy, this is powerful. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Let me just say this to you. If you were eternal there, you always will be eternal. 
If God thought of you before the foundation of the world, there's not a devil in hell that can take you from that position. I don't care what trial, I don't care what temptation, I don't care what difficulty that you'll have to go through in life. God's got a hope of you and he will not lose one. It's not you holding on to him. It's not you going from one revival to another revival and it's all based on your feelings. It's not you got a hold to him. He's got a hold to you. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. I've always thought that was such a powerful scripture. It's not written anywhere else. Jesus was more than just had a little hand up. Evidently, he had himself an old-fashioned Holy Ghost breakdown because he knew who he was and he knew what he was getting ready to accomplish. And there wasn't one name that was written in the Lamb's book of life that was going to be lost. And he knew that there was not a devil in hell that could defeat him. And when he would breathe his last breath, he would pay the price. But he could say, you can lay this life down and in three days I'll take it up again. No man ever spake like this man. He knew who he was. He came from God and he's going back to God. No wonder he can shout. We're his children. No wonder we can shout. Psalms 24. Lift up all your gates. All your gates. Oh, be you be, be you lift up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory. Not 15 kings. The king of glory. Our king, Brother Gene. The king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Amen. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift them up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Amen. Jesus answered to Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. This is a powerful statement. He got to call one angel. He got to call one angel to change the whole scene. Do you realize when Isaiah saw him, the, the seraphim screaming, holy, 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 even the scripture said, the voice of one shakes the throne. 
An earthquake could take place with one seraphic shaking, could have changed the whole scene. But in his silence, saying, I'm not the king of this world, and my kingdom is not of this world, it held them at bay. It held them at bay, but he knew you was coming. He conquered sickness. He conquered temptation. And when the enemy spit in his face and smote his jaw and he turned to the other side, they jerked the beard out of his face and they spit on him. He never revolved back. He conquered the gate of temptation. Then you say, my temper won't let me do it. You seed of Abraham, he conquered it for you. When he reviled, when he was reviled upon, he reviled not back. When he was made fun of, he held his peace. Imagine the power that was upon display. That power's just not in heaven, it's in you. You take it to school, you take it to work, you live with it home, it's on the inside of you. The scripture says in John chapter one, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything that was made that was made. In him was life and the light was life, was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehendeth it not. Verse 10, he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came to his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him. Oh, why don't you just shout right now? Hallelujah. While your friends turned him down, something ignited on the inside of you. But as many as received him to them, he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Your new birth did not come by some persuasion of some preacher. Your new birth came by God. He knew where you was at. He knew the situation you was in. He knew the trouble that you was gonna go through in your life. And the word was made flesh and dwelled among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of Father full of grace and truth. And when Jesus was standing in in Matthew 16, and when Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I the son of man am? And they said, some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, but who say ye that I am? And Jesus answered and said unto them, and Simon Peter answered and said, 
Thou art the Christ. The son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to them, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. This is more than a scripture 2,000 years ago. Sometimes we miss what God's doing now. We miss what God's doing now. Brother Brown would go into a city and churches all over would boycott the meeting. Tell their people not to go to the meeting because God was doing something. He was doing something and he would tell their people not to go to the meeting but yet they'd go their self. Are you with me? Don't worry, God will have a pride. Don't worry. They boycotted the meeting, but yet God sowed the seed. He knew the church would come. He knew that you were on the way. Are you with me? My brother just shared as Brother Branham flew across Ghana and he, and he wanted to land there. He said, but there's many people there. And he just showed a church that he, that he went to when he was in Ghana. has about 10,000 people in it. Let me just say this to you. God's got a people. Don't you worry about whether God's going to have a bride. He's going to have a bride. <laughs> people say, well, I don't know. I'm just going to go back. Let me just say, it don't matter. If you ain't seed, you can't hold yourself. But if you are seed, there's nothing that you can do to take yourself back. Boy, you ought to rejoice over that one. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Isaiah 9 and 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Is that his name? Counselor, is that his name? The Mighty God, is that his name? The Everlasting Father, is that his name? The Prince of Peace, is that his name? None of those titles is his name. He's the great advocate. He is the almighty. He is alpha and omega. He is the final amen. He is the angel of the present. He is the arm of the Lord. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the beginning of the creation of God. He is the beloved. He is our bridegroom. He is the bright and morning star. He is the brightness of the Father's glory. He is the captain of the Lord's host. He is the chief cornerstone. He is the chiefest of ten thousands. He is Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the commander. He is the consolation of Israel. He is the chief cornerstone. He is David, he's day star, he is day spring. He is the desire of the nations. He is the door of doors. He is Emmanuel. He is the ensign. He is the eternal life. 
He is Emmanuel. He is the faithful and the true. All of these are titles. But it's all encapsulated in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm struggling to preach, but it's a truth anyway. Don't worry about me. Worry about you if you miss it. I've done come to the conclusion that Satan can't take my life. He would have done it a long time ago. Tim, as I was sitting listening to you sing last night, it inspired me. So I went and got these words. Didn't I walk on the water? And I calmed the raging sea. I'll tell you what, in my weakened body, I feel like I'm feeling right now standing in this pulpit as you were singing over there last night. I don't know this, I don't know what this audience felt, but I know what I felt then and I know what I felt now. Didn't I walk on the water? And I calmed the raging sea. I spoke to the wind and it hushed and I gave you peace. Didn't I run to your rescue? Didn't I hear when you called? I walked right beside you just so you wouldn't fall. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sin? I searched until I found you and I'll do it all again. Why don't we just rejoice? Thank you. Jesus that we should worship him like we do who is Jesus he's more than just some dead church he's more than some picture on a wall he's more than just somebody that we call to when we get in trouble Everybody could scream when cancer's turning their backs, and I'm not, I don't have one person in mind, destroying their life, or they're in a car wreck, and their car's flipping, or, or, or if they're in a bankrupt situation, and there's no way out. There's even heathens scream for Jesus in the time of trouble. But this Jesus wants to be more than your rescue. 
came from the bosom of the Father to the bosom of a woman. He put on humanity that we could put on divinity. He became the Son of God that we might become sons of God. He came from heaven where rivers never freeze, winds never blow, frost never chills the air, flowers never fade, and no one is ever sick. There's no undertakers. There's no graveyards. No one ever dies. No one is ever buried. He was born contrary to the laws of nature. He lived in obscurity and poverty. He crossed the boundary of land once in his childhood. He had no wealth and nor influence. He neither had training or any formal education. His relatives were inconspicuous and wasn't influential. In infancy, he startled kings. In boyhood, he puzzled the wisest of men. In manhood, he ruled the course of nature. He walked on billows and he hushed the sea to sleep. He healed multitudes without medicine and made no charge for his services. Never wrote a book. Yet all the libraries of the country could not hold the books that have been written about him. Never wrote a song, yet all it has furnished the theme of more songs than all the songwriters combined. He never founded a college, yet all the schools together cannot boast of as many students as he has. He never practiced psychiatry, yet he has healed more broken hearts than doctors have healed broken bodies. He never marshaled an army or drafted a soldier or fired a gun, yet no leader has more volunteers who have under his orders made rebels stack arms and surrender without firing a shot. He is the star of astronomy. He is the rock of geology. He is the lion and the lamb of zoology. He is the harmonizer of all discords. He is the healer of all diseases. Great men have come and gone, yet he, he lives. Herod could not kill him. Satan could not seduce him. Death could not destroy him. And the grave could not hold him. Nobody can it be said of that paragraph right there. Not a man from Abraham to William Branham. There's none like Jesus. And I want to say this to you, Jesus will never be one of the boys. Are you with me? He's going to be king of kings and lord of lords. We respond, we, we incredibly respect all the prophets, but there's none like our Lord. He laid aside the purple robe 
for a peasant's gown. He was rich, but for our sakes he became poor. Wise men, and he slept in another man's manger. He cruised ships in another man's boat. He rode on another man's donkey. He was buried in another man's tomb. Everyone else has failed, but he never, never failed. You've heard me read this before, but I've come to this point. The devil would have been standing there if he would have had an evil thought. Because our thoughts sound louder in heaven than they do on earth. And that perfect sacrifice that was tempted by women, tempted by popularity, tempted by the kingdoms of this world, and even being tempted to take it, could be found innocent. And you no doubt have thought evil thoughts already this morning. Don't sit with the angel wings. have thought evil thoughts again this morning. You needed Jesus. You needed Jesus. I want to say this to you. I needed Jesus. I couldn't stand here without him today. I thank God for great doctors that have helped to prolong my life, but they can't heal me. But I'm preaching about one that can. If they went in one side to remove one of the tumors, it would cause me not to be able to walk on one side. If they went into the other side to get the other tumor, it would cause me not to have cognitive abilities and I wouldn't be able to talk. But since Jesus is in charge, I'll just leave it in the hands of Jesus and tell the devil he can't touch a hair of my body until God's done with me. What about you this morning? What about you? I trust this kind of Jesus. That was him when he created the heavens and earth. When he said, let there be, and he believed his own word. That was him when the sun was spoken into existence. And it was absolutely a perfect degree of temperature so that this earth that we stand on could have winter, spring, summer, and fall. Man wants to talk about heating. You know, this climate change This earth is going to have a climate change. It's going to, I want to say this to you, I'm a believer in climate change. 
I'm not a Democrat by no stretch of anybody's imaginations. But I am a believer in climate change. In a few days, this baby's gonna burn. It's gonna burn, so don't plan to stay. It's gonna burn. She's going to burn. And if you don't believe me, watch the next time it rains. Little rain or a flood, there comes a rainbow. And it's not for that bunch of gay homosexuals out there. That's our covenant. to come and kings to come. It shocked the nations that a king had come as a baby and to which it even spent an abortion rate throughout all of the land and they killed the babies and they killed the babies in Egypt thinking there was a prophet there and they killed it when Jesus was there. That's what they're doing now because our king is coming. But you can't destroy God's seed. him in the cradle. That's him when he controls your disasters. That's him when he walks into your hospital room. That's him when he goes and takes your difficulties. That's him when he takes your disease and tells the devil he can't go no more. That was God when he healed the blind. That was God when he healed the lame. That's God when he healed the cripples. No disease could stand in the way of Jesus. That was God when he raised Lazarus from the tomb. That was God when he raised Jairus' daughter up. That was God when he screamed, Lazarus, come forth. And all of the other dead had to hold their place. But Lazarus could scream, I heard my Savior calling. And they, he told them, take the grave clothes off. He don't need them no more. Loose him and let him go. Oh, if we could just hear that today, you may be dead in your sins. Loose him and let him go. Take off your sinful nature. That was him on the cross. But he's not there no more. So many religions and even churches will want to take you back to the cross. But it's empty today. That 
cross is empty. It had an ensign and it was extremely important, but he's not hanging on a cross no more. That was him in the resurrection. Because he said, destroy this temple and I'll raise it up again. That was him conquering hell. He knocked on Satan's door, took the keys away from him, and now Satan don't have the keys to his own house. So why should we praise Satan's kingdom? He don't even have arrows for his bow. He don't have keys to his own house. That was him walking through the ages. That was with him with Paul. That was with him with Irenaeus. That was with him with every messenger all the way down through. Each one of them speaking in tongues. Then why should we criticize it now? Why should we criticize worship now? Well, I don't believe in this being slain in his spirit. Well, you obviously haven't heard about John Wesley. He preached with such power until 10,000 people would be slain in the spirit at the same time. Don't tell me God don't know how to slay you in the spirit. When you get back up, you'll be a different person. God came in the form of Malachi 4. And he used a boy from Kentucky to shake the world. Other ministers around the world would grab their inspiration from him. Billy Graham being one included, Oral Roberts being one included, Oh, Al Jaggers, all of those men got their inspiration and credited Brother Branham as being the spearhead of the revival. But God had a bride. He was not going to bring a church. He was bringing a bride that would be without spot or wrinkle. A bride that would wash away the creeds and the dogmas from our lives. The denominational systems. Sure, they had the Bible, but the Bible wasn't open to them. Sure, they could powerfully read the Bible, but the Bible it's not a good book for you until it becomes open. And once it becomes open and you see yourself in the book, for Thessalonians tells us that he's been descending down through the ages and he's going to have a bride out of every age. Overcomers through every age. And as we stand on the precipice of the cliff between here and the tribulation period, we're not going to be here. As we see a world that is so volatile. So incredibly volatile. My prayer every day is, come Lord Jesus, come. My prayer every day is, come Lord Jesus, come. We need a rapture. We need a body change. The things that we see on a daily basis, 
Brother Branham and Souls now in prison described some of the things that he was seeing and he called them as dimensions blending out of hell. Those things that he describes then, we see that every day. As I walked through the airport the other day, I'm a country boy. I had never seen naked suits to wear that the, 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 the clothes on a person's body is just hose. Nothing under it. Nothing under it. Nasty. Nasty. They're worshiping their God. Their body has become a paint surface. Satan marks his children. Oh, but Brother Ron, but it says in the Bible, it'll mark, it, mark, mark their foreheads. You've already missed the point. You already missed the point. They mark themselves all over the place. Before long, they're interacting in games that's taken them to another world. Those games to which it's taken them. Listen, let me just say this to you. A young man got converted last week. And he said, he said, the more marijuana that I was on and the more drugs I was on, the natural life became like playing a, a game. He said that's the reason people can shoot up the community is because they're so high on drugs until it's just a game. That was a boy raised in the message, preacher's son. You think those games are not taking people somewhere? Oh, but it's just an innocent game. Do you think those games are not taking people somewhere? Do you think those light drugs are not taking people somewhere? After a while, it takes a stronger drug and a stronger drug and a stronger drug. A little pornography will take you into home. It only gets worse and worse and worse. Sin takes you further than you ever thought you'd go. Why are we screaming with all the passion in our life? Run to the ark of safety. why you need to have your children in church. Keep them under an atmosphere. So that's him preaching in camp meetings. It's the voice behind the voice. If all you saw was William Branham, you missed the picture. We're not here to praise a man and give a man praise. Although we give him reverence, we're not here to give one another praise although we certainly enjoy one another's gift. But don't miss the moment when you come to church and enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise to properly give Jesus. (sighs) 
Brother Branham dealt with it. You can hear him deal with it. People come and they get an attitude. We enjoy coming to church, worshiping the Lord if we're not too tired. I'm going quick. I'm going quick. Let me just share some things. Psalms chapter 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. Remember this, that you have the power of life and death in your tongue. Point at it. Just go ahead and point at your tongue. You have the power of life and death in that. Right here. Right here. You have the power. You can create an atmosphere around you right here. You don't do that with your hands. You don't do it with your feet. You do it with that right there. You have the power to release negative words that destroy and harm. Destroy the room. You ever been in a room where the, everything was just calm and peace? One person can walk in a hundred people and have a mighty devil on them and destroy the atmosphere in the whole room. That's why we should come to church and pray before we get here. Because the devil wants a ride, so if you're not careful, he'll get you in a moody nook. Oh, Brother Ron, we don't get moody. Really? Elijah got moody, Brother Branham got moody. If I hang around you long enough, there's going to be days that you're quiet and you don't talk. Are you with me? There's going to be days that you hang on these chandeliers that need to be cleaned. There's going to be days that you're going to be all up on up. But there's going to be days that you're dragging your feet. But I'm going to praise the Lord at all. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me out of all my fears. They looked upon him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his trouble. The angel of the Lord is encamped about them that fear him and deliver them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. I will extol thee, my God. O King, I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day that I, every day will I bless thee. I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is thy name and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye all, ye his angels and, ex and, and excel in strength that do his commandments, hearkeneth unto the, the voice of the Lord. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers of his, this do his pleasure. 
Bless the Lord all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord all my soul. Hallelujah. Ain't it good to us? Ain't it good to us? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside of the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I'm living this scripture. Don't tell me about your excuses. I'm still standing. I'm still preaching. I don't need a pity party. Don't pity me. Don't whine around with me. Don't get depressed for me. Let's battle together. Pull your swords. Musicians can come and I'll read this final. I'm wore out. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the lands. We shall fight in the fields. We shall fight in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. We will never surrender. We will fight for our families. We will fight for our children. We will fight for healing. We will fight for deliverance. We will fight for joy. We will fight for peace. We will fight for the Holy Ghost. We will fight until our bodies are changed. We will fight until we are sitting at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Isn't he wonderful? Isn't he wonderful? Why don't you just turn to your neighbor and say, that's my God. I see God everywhere I look. I don't have to look in the trenches. I see God everywhere. All over this building, I see God. I see miracles sitting here. I see miracles sitting there. I see miracles on this platform. I see miracles all over this building. He's God. He's very much alive. He's worthy to be praised. Oh, let us lift up our voices. Oh, let us lift up our hands. He's God. He's God at the pulpit. He's God at the door. He's God all over heaven. He's God all over this floor. That's God. Brother Ron, I ain't seen God for a while. Look in the mirror. The devil would have took your life a long time ago. If he could have. Why don't you just say that with me? If he could have. If he could have. Brother Tim, Satan would have loved to have took your gift. 
put it in country music. Put a cowboy hat on your head, boots on your feet. Sung to the tens of thousands. People applauded your name. Your name would have been known throughout the earth. decided to hold that seed for eternity. That's what he did for you, Brother Ray. He preserved your life. He preserved you for eternity. You may not sing, you may not play music, you may not preach, but your eternal seed, God preserved that. And when we stand there, with a number that's unnumberable. The angel of the Lord rushes by you and says, Tim, won't you shake Jerusalem this morning? And we all stand there and have known you on earth. But what an orchestra will play behind you that day. What an orchestra will play behind you on that day. And you look in a glimpse and a man that has a harp in his hand. I wish you could feel what I feel right now. Jesus is the best person that ever lived. He's awesome. He did all this for us. Jesus did all this for us. I have been a child of God my whole life. So I know that when you holler, you're just excited and you love God. And so do I. preacher ever.
Hallelujah. It's him. That's him that's amongst us. Let me just read this to you just for a moment. Brother Branham said, oh, why Christ speak? He said, it was he that said, John 14, 12, that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. He said, it was Jesus that said, if you say to this mountain to be moved and don't doubt in your heart, but believe what you said will come to pass. He said, it was he that said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. He said, you see what I mean? He said, it was he that said you have no game and he created three squirrels standing there before us. He said, it was he that spoke to Moses and said, why do you cry to me? Speak the word. He said, it was he that brought them into existence. It's he, it's him. He said it was he that gave the vision about a year ago that said that there would go over there and the seven seals would be revealed. He said it was he that said that night when I was going down that road and seen that big mamba snake, I'm about to get my brother. And he said, you've been given power to bind him or any of the rest of them. He said it was he that said that. It was he that said, do not fear to do anything or go anywhere or anything for the never failing presence of Jesus Christ is with you wherever you go. He said, it was he up there in Sabina Cannon. I was standing there and a sword dropped in my hand and said, this is the king's sword. He said, it was he. It was he that said to me, as I was with Moses, so I'll send you. He said, it was me that said that said to me 30 years ago, he said, as, as I sent John the Baptist to forerun the first coming of Christ, your message shall forerun the second to come of Christ to all the world. He said it was it was he down through there amongst the when the Baptist preacher went in thirty thousand people that night in the Sam Houston Coliseum when that angel of the Lord had his picture taken standing there. He said it was he the same yesterday, today, and forever. It was he that done these things. He's done everything just exactly like he said he would do it. He said, Why should I wait? He said, God has vindicated the word. It's the truth. Let's journey. Let's walk. Let's go on the walk of the Lord. And let's lay aside all of our doubts and our sins. It was he. That's him right here this morning. Why shouldn't we worship the king of kings? If he's done all that he's done for you, how could you resist to worship the God that has poured out himself upon your life? Oh, I think you ought to shout out a hallelujah and praise ye be the Lord. It was he that took you right out of the midst of Satan and brought you and set you right here. It was his mercy that rewrote your life. It's him that says the best is yet to come. It's him that's got his eyes on you and he ain't planning on leaving you. Somebody give him praise in the house of God. Well, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. Oh, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. Well, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. Oh, what the Lord has done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. Oh, what the Lord has done for me. Well, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. Well, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. Oh, you don't know like I 
done for me I get joy when I think about depression under my feet I get joy when I think about depression under my feet I get joy when I think about Depression is under my feet You don't know like I know Oh, you don't know like I know Well, you don't know like I know Hallelujah He's done for me It was him that met me up there on the streets in Canada. It was him that met you in this church service. And I say, like Brother Ron said, I'm unashamed to worship my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sound off one more victory under the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not ashamed of him. He's not ashamed of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you just love the Lord? I tell you what, we've got something to praise the Lord about. We got something to shout about. Hallelujah. Most of you should have never been in this building. But you don't know like we know what he's done for us. The world wrote us off, but Jesus wrote us back in there. Your name is indelibly written by the blood of Almighty God. Oh, just give him praise. Go ahead, Sister Cassie, play it again. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you love the Lord? Don't you just love him for what he's done for you? Let's just sing that, that little chorus. It goes, Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you for you are God. That's who you feel this morning. That's the one that you're worshiping. You're not worked up. This message called your name. And you've been called to worship him. All over this place right now. Nobody's singing right now. The music's just playing a soft key, but you're worshiping the King of Kings. It ain't because of the music, it's because your heart has desired to worship Him. It's not emotion, it's our love. Why shouldn't we give it out to Him? Lord, we thank you. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Oh 